where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. I thank God for what the Lord is doing. I thank God for how he's doing it. I thank God for how that he has blessed us to have a safe journey to the station and believing God for a good time on tonight. Amen. This evening at 7 o'clock, we are asking you that's in the metro area to meet us at... uh, the Kingdom of God Learning Center. And I'm telling you, we will celebrate, amen, our Passover. Uh, We are believing God that the Lord will bless on tonight. It is nothing but the scriptures that we are trying to get you to understand. We're living in a time now that peoples do not want to obey the scriptures. Now, uh, you might say, well, it's, I ain't heard this. Or I don't agree with that. We always going to have disagreement or whatever. The Bible said, "Come, let us come together in reason with one another. Amen. Let us come together in reason. If we can come together in reason uh, with a situation and the circumstances, then God can begin to bless. But a lot of us is losing out on the blessings of God because we don't want to discuss the blessings of God. I do believe, amen, that if there ever was a time, now is the time. Amen. I, I, I tell you what, and uh, I've, I, I can't call the names uh, like I would want to call the name, but we realize that folks is falling. They're getting the okey-doke, amen, for so many things. Yes, they are. Uh, they are saying that they are born of God. They are saying God changed them, but they are part of the world. Believers, let me say this, and this is not just Brother Ware's opinion. 
this is not uh, somebody done uh, narrow it down and say, well, you need to do it like this and you need to do it like Listen, here's the deal. Uh, the Bible teaches us we shall know them by their fruit. There is no way I can tell you that I'm an apple tree and I'm uh, producing lemons. And you don't have to be a, a judging or whatever for me to see that you're producing lemons. That means you're producing, you're a lemon tree. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, I do want to say that, that the Lord is good. Amen. And I would love to meet some of you out at uh, the Kingdom of God Learning Center this night. Amen. And the reason I say that because learn about it is not uh, what we would call Easter. And the reason you would do that because that's what we've been used to hearing. And I did it the first couple of years when I got converted because I thought that was it. And especially when they came out with the Bibles in the 80s, and I saw that they had put one word in the Bible, say Easter. I think that's the first time I saw it. I didn't see it in the 70s. I'm not saying it was, wasn't there. I'm just saying that's when I recognized it. But I do believe that sometimes we need to grow a higher heights and a deeper depths in him. We need to be what Christ, what the Lord have called you to be. So many things we want to improve in, but when it comes to our walk with the Lord, for some apparently reason, we want to walk like the world walk. As I said, uh, somebody uh, sent me something on the phone about uh, very, uh, what you would call a well-known person that's, singing hip-hop, and he's singing, rapping uh, about uh, so-called gospel, and everybody said, but they can, they can relate, so that's why he can do it. He can win this and win that. I'm sorry. I believe that the, I'm, I'm just saying from what my knowledge now, I believe that the Holy Ghost does not have a respectable age. I don't think it need to be uh, at a particular age, from my knowledge, you could, if I'm wrong, be more than willing to write me, show me, send me. I don't think age got anything to do with it. They said, but it can make more offense. Well, guess what? I got this saying. Uh, if I give you, give you a, a good cold glass of water and I put just a couple of ounces of strychnine poison, it's going to be just as deadly as you took the poison alone. Even though you was drinking for the water, uh, the, for the lemonade or for the tea or whatever you drank, if I put a little strychnine poison in it, it's going to be just as deadly. So, my brothers, my sister, I just believe that that's what we should be looking at. The enemy is coming forth to deceive us in these last and evil days. Amen. And, uh. Like I say, come out tonight, tonight at 7.30 at the Kingdom of God Learning Center on 15 Blaylock. Now, if you're coming down 75, get off on Central Avenue, right there at the post office uh, before you get to Crown Road. Get off on Central Avenue and count uh, four red lights, not the one that you just got on, 
but count four red lights and then make a right. It's right behind that fire station. You're going to make a right right there, and you come up to the dead end, and then you'll see it on your right-hand side. If you're coming off of 285, you get off of Forest Park, the next exit, uh, if you're headed uh, west on 285 uh, south, however you want to put it, west or south, you get off at um, Forest Park, you make a right, you come up to the second light, and you go, well, you go left right there at that second light, and you go to the dead end, and it's right there. I would love to meet you all, some of you there that I haven't been coming, at least come and let us fellowship together on tonight. Amen. I'm sure we'll have a wonderful time in the Lord. All right? Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you in all that you are doing, all that you're going to do. Ask you to lead and guide me that I may say something that may cause someone to grow in wisdom and knowledge of your word. Ask you to bless that one that feel that they tune in by accident. Let them know it was your will, your plan for them to hear that which is being said. We thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. I tell you what, listen, folks. We are living in the last of the last days. We often quote that. We often say that people that's not even in the scriptures don't even know the scripture. And I'm not saying that everybody need to know, but you know that the signs of time, the signs of the time letting us know that we're living in the last of the last days. But in the midst of us living in the last of the last days, I find my I find myself seeing people going further and further away from God than to drawing near. Amen. I'm serious. I, I'm seeing that. And if you read your scripture, don't take Brother Ware word for it. And the reason I say don't take Brother Ware word for it, read it for yourself. And you will see that the peoples are leaving the foundation of God. We talk about our elders and how they did it, and how we got more wisdom and knowledge about the older people. But guess what? Those older peoples, they live a different lifestyle. Yes, they didn't have the knowledge. They couldn't pick up the phone and say, you know what, let me see what so-and-so and so-and-so mean. They couldn't do that. They couldn't pick up and say, I want to such this and that on the computer. They couldn't do that. They had to spend time in praying and seeking God's face and asking the Lord to give them wisdom and knowledge and lead them and guide them in the direction that God would have them to do. And the only thing we can say that they may not have all the stuff and all the things that we could do, but if you be real, if you be real, I'm talking about the real ones now, they had a desire to obey God. They had love for one another. Oh, yeah, they had love for one another. It wasn't no selfish love, even though I understand that the world loved it better than the church do today. It's sad that the church is now done became a joke. 
And, and it's, it's a joke because of what we're accepting. We're accepting the world, and the Bible told us that we should be a light to the world, and we are not a light to the world only because of the fact that we are doing what the world doing, and we're just doing it in a clean way. We're just doing it in a religious way. But it's no different from the, the people that's in the world. We are not putting a difference between righteousness and unrighteous. You don't know a person is converted except they tell you now. If you look at their dress apparel, if you look at listen to them talk, you hardly ever can tell whether they are converted. And guess what? We have it become the norm. We accept this now. And when somebody else cry against it, then you say, well, that person is not right. But, but what makes it right? Believe it, the word of God is what makes it right. It's for us to accept the Bible for what the Bible is saying. It's not for me to try to rationalize it. It's, it's easy to rationalize what the word is saying. I can always say, I, I, uh, as Corinthians said, we judge ourselves by ourselves. We look at others and then we judge ourselves by that person when we should be looking at Christ. Now, one thing a uh, uh, brother asked me to uh, say something today, and he said, what should you call you, Reverend? I know, no, no, no. Uh, a pastor? No, I'm, I'm not concerned. I'm concerned about just being known as Brother Ware. I say, you know the amazing thing with the church? I watch them. They want you to prefer to them as pastor, prefer to them as bishop, prefer to them as apostle, and all these things. But then they'll turn around and they'll say, Paul, James, John. But wait a minute. Hold up. These folks is in the Bible. These folks that done went through the traveling, they was with Christ. And you mean to tell me you don't reverence them, but you won't reverence for your name. So when I learned that, I pulled away from titles. It's sad. I'm just a brother scribing to do that which God would have me to do. And I'm a brother that's scribing to cause people to come to Christ. Not according to Brother Ware. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm scribing to get them to see the Christ of the Bible. And the Christ of the Bible is def different from what we're seeing in the world. The Bible teaches us, love not the world, folks, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's what the Scripture teaches. And you know why? And why it teaches us that? Because he knew that these days will come. In Timothy, it says, uh, teaches us that in the latter days, men shall be lovers of themselves, boastful, proud, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. That's what we are living in. We are living in that time. We understand that. But in, in here's the thing. Somebody done deceived us by telling us the only thing we need to do is give our life to Jesus Christ. You have to just repeat after me. You have to say, Lord, Lord, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I want to be saved. I want to be saved. I accept you. I accept you as dying on the cross. Now, all that sounds good. And where they get it from is Romans. 
how they take it out of script, uh, out of context. Say for Romans, the uh, 10th chapter, and it says, uh, what what I want, uh, Romans 10 and 9, I believe I want, uh, 9 and 10, it says, yeah, 9 and 10 and 9. Here's what it says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thy shall be Say it didn't say you were saved, believers. They tell you that. They make that statement. They say that you are saved. But guess what? You are not saved. It said shall be. So when the preachers tell you to repeat after him and, and you do that repeating and then you feel I'm saved. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm not trying to judge you on that. I'm only letting you know that doesn't make one saved. The Bible teaches me in Psalm 51, say, a broken and a contrite heart God will not despise. So if a person just saying that uh, did this uh, went through the ritual, that doesn't do it. And no one scripture is given, take, given interpretation as it, as it no one scripture is given interpretation of itself. You've got to have line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. You got to have that in order to balance out. But you know, some folks can't get converted because we have deceived them. We that are saying that we love the Lord, we that are saying that we are called out by God because it is not a different lifestyle, because we are not living a different lifestyle, we find ourselves doing what they doing so, therefore, they don't have to come up. Listen, when I got converted, and in, 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 in the same God, same time, same, he have not changed. He did it before, and he's doing it now. Now, when I got converted, okay, uh, I remember the preacher. Never will forget that. In uh, March uh, 76, and uh, I got convicted in 75, but I didn't get converted. I got converted in March 75, and I remember that day that the preacher said, you got what you want, but you lost what you had, and looked like he was preaching to me. He wasn't preaching to nobody else. He was preaching directly to me. My heart speeded up, and never will forget that, and after my heart speeded up and started beating fast, and I'm sweating, and I'm wondering. I wish he quit talk, talking, my, telling my business. It looked like he knew my life at that moment. And I remember when he said, I want you to come up. Now listen, because back then now, he said, come up and give me your hand and God your heart. Now, I wasn't stunned about what he was saying. I was only wanting God to give my heart. I wanted to repent of my sins and ask the Lord to truly come into my life. That conversion didn't come from James Ware. That came from him doing the conversion. Well, that's what it's about. It's about he doing the conversion. He convict you. And see, what the devil will do is try to show you the cares and the things of the world and try to take you off course when God have a plan for your life. God 
chose he chose chose you from the foundation of the world and he knew that he would have so and so and so and so to talk to you or to preach to you and for you to come out of the world and be ye separate. Now, I know that may sound like, oh, uh, yeah, that little uh, elementary thing. But listen, here's the problem, believers. We are not coming out of the world. We are not showing a different. We are not showing that God has called us in holiness. Now, you know why? Because some of us are really being deceived. Why do you think Mark, the seventh chapter, uh, uh, said that, talks about many will say, Lord, Lord, and shall not. No, I'm sorry, that's Matthew, because I'm adding Matthew, Matthew's the seventh chapter, uh, and around the 21st verse, it say, many will say, Lord, Lord, and shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Now, I want you to get that, folk, because, see, uh, the, the preachers today are telling people, like I say, I received a thing on my phone, and it was talking about this rapper done got saved, and he just put out another uh, rap song. I heard uh, a little bit of the rap song that he put out. Then now he's a gospel. Somebody else said another famous artist that done did that. Now listen, folks, we got to be different. I'm sorry. They can't keep doing those things, and we saying it's okay. Yeah, they can do what they want to do, but does it make it right? And you know what? Would it be that the candlestick should then move? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The candlestick, let, 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 let me go to that right quick. And, uh, okay, in uh, Revelation, uh, the second chapter, the fifth verse, uh, says this. Revelation, the second chapter, Fifth verse say, Remember therefore from which thou art fallen, and repent, and do thy first work over. Wait a minute, do the first work, okay? Uh, else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of the place. Except, wait a minute, this is what the scripture said, except thy repent. Now, let me tell you something, believers. Now, I know people are telling you once you repent, once you got baptized, because I, I had people telling me that. Oh, they was baptized at such a city time. They, they repented at such a city time and all that. But in the midst of them doing that, look at the lifestyle. The lifestyle is showing that my candlestick might not be in the hole. Now, I can see, but here's the key. The first thing he said, you left your first love. Now, let me tell you something. When a person, those of you that been converted, those of you can identify with this. When you got converted, you wanted to do what? You wanted to pray. You wanted to read the scripture. You wanted the Lord to direct you and what to say. You didn't have time for all this other mumbo jumbo. You just wanted to do the will of God. I don't care. You might have been in an era church. Matter of fact, you might have been in a church like myself. When I got converted, 
it wasn't but one person, sad to say, that I know was scribing to do the right thing. It could have been more, but I'm saying that I know because we had four deacons in the church. One of them was smoking, the other one was drinking, the other one was uh, ho-hopping, doing things. Uh, They was doing things contrary to the will of God. But guess what? God saw fit to call me out of that church. He calls me to repent, and he calls me to be a, live a different life. I lived a different life in the midst of that. Why? Because he needed somebody to be an example. Now, I'm not saying because you're going to shut down church or uh, Sister Walsh, uh fellowship that you're okay. But guess what? You're not okay if you're not making a difference, believers. It's up to us to make a difference because people are now really being lost. They really are being lost. We done left our first love. When we first loved the Lord, I promise you, we did that which God would have us to do. Anything that Somebody said uh, from the Bible, we tried to obey it. Now we try to figure out why we can't obey the Lord. Why we try to figure out why we need to do this and we need to do that. Oh, it don't take this. Oh, it don't take that. But it does because God loved you and his love that he shined upon you and he have blessed you. He blessed you and he loved you so much for you to be that example for somebody that's walking in darkness is so many people's walking around and they really just don't know any better. They don't know any better uh, because of the fact that they think it's okay. They have seen others. I'm, I'm going to tell you some more scripture, but I want you to understand God have you to be different. He called you to be different. All right? He calls you to go back to your first love. Go back to when you got repentant and was seeking God's faith. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
well, we are back. Amen. 404, as she said, 355-8699. Question or comment? Um, I want to say, uh, believers, that's hearing me. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I don't want to sound negative preaching all the time, but I have to obey God. Because we're living in a time now the enemy is hoodwinking a lot of people. I mean, the devil, we wouldn't have these scriptures if, if we, we got it in the Bible. Let's go to Matthews 8, okay? Uh, no, I said Matthews 8 and 11. Uh, okay, it says, and I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and from the west shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gashing of teeth. Now, wait a minute. Let just, since we're right here, let me just go back over this because I didn't really said it, but I'm going back over in the seventh chapter. Uh, since I'm right here on this, it says this, uh, 721, Matthew 721. I don't know what I told you first, but I'm going to repeat it if I did. All right. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father in heaven. For many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied? Listen, believers, your candlestick was moving. They didn't even know they did. Their candlestick was moving. They was prophesying. Wait a minute. Did not they say, this ain't Brother Ware. This the word. It says this. Uh, uh, many will say unto me, Lord, Lord, uh, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name cast out devils. These wasn't no fly-by-night people. These was people that was saying they had the anointing of God. They knew God. Oh, I got a relationship with God. I know God leading God me, and he talked to me. That's what these people were saying, okay? And because they, they talking about they cast out devils. And in thy name do many wonderful work. Man, we fed the hungry. We did this. We did that. We did some good stuff, okay? And then will I profess unto them, I never know you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Other words, I'm sorry. I know you did those things, but guess what? Here's what I'm saying. Leave me alone. I'm not accepting you. Your candlestick was removed. But, Lord, I did this. I, I, I did that. I did what you told me. You told me to confess, and I know I had a relationship. And see, because of the preachers today are telling people that materialistic blessings make you okay with God. There, and and we, we can read that in the scriptures that the, I ain't going to even use Lazarus and the rich man. I'm not going to use uh, that. But I'm going to say this, believers. There are people that got things. Yes, you have things, but you don't have that relationship. 
You don't have that relationship because we don't know. We don't we want to be in control. All right, four four three five five eight six nine nine. Okay? Uh question or comment. All right, let me go to Romans, the first chapter. Again, it says, For the wrath of God uh is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth of God, hold the truth in unrighteousness. Here's what you do. We know what the truth is, but we want to hold it the way we think, the way we feel. Folks, it's got to be a different. It's got to be a different. It's got to be somebody willing to stand and be that vessel, be that vessel for the Lord. In this day and time, we have very few people's willing. Matter of fact, we get, we feel all alone. The people feel all alone. Well, Lord, look like ain't nobody, everybody talking about me, everybody this, don't nobody want to be my friend, don't nobody want to be this, don't nobody want to do that. That's way the enemy. And then that way we got to talk back to the enemy. We got to say narrow is the way. Straight and narrow is the way, and only a few will enter therein. But broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Don't allow your candlestick to be moved. Folks, you can be, have repented. You can truly have repented and lose out. At times, you know there was people that you know that right now that was in the fellowship, and they was doing this, and they was doing that. And in the midst of them doing that, they kind of strayed away. They kind of quit doing this, and they that didn't mean nothing, and this didn't mean nothing. And pretty soon, they was doing the very thing. And listen, the Bible tells us when, when the enemy is cast out and the Holy Spirit runs the enemy out, folks, that's what happened. The Holy Spirit will run the devil out of you. Because he cannot remain in you, and at the, at the same time, the devil possessed the house. It can't happen, okay? And since it can't happen, then therefore, we have to turn and say, okay, God, what, what? And, and what happens is when the enemy goes out, he stays out for a little while, and after he comes and he finds that the house has been swept and garnished, he said, wow, that man used to be smoking, he used to be drinking, he used to be partying, he used to be doing this, he used to be gambling, he used to be staying away, he used to be an abuser, but now all of a sudden, he done quit. But guess what? Then the enemy come and say, oh, it's okay, it's all right, you can do a little of this and a little of that, and pretty soon, he have received seven more spirits in him than the first. You know why? Because he opened up to the enemy. And when you open up to the enemy, that's what happened. You receive seven other spirits more worse than the first. Why? Because he left his first love. Don't leave your first love. Go back to the love that you had. Uh, now, uh, let me give you another scripture in Romans. Romans, the fourth chapter, and around the 17th verse. Okay, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many 
nations. Oh, wait a minute. Many nations. Who? He made Abraham a father of many nations. But uh, uh, be uh, before him whom that believe even, even God who quickened him. See, God from the dead. Listen, some, some of you was dead while you live it. That's what the Bible says. You was dead while you live in the pledges of sin. But in the midst of it, God loved you, you so much till he raised you from the dead. He began to do a work in you different than what you, any of your brothers, any of your sisters, your aunts, your uncles, your mama, your dad. He did something different in you. He let you know that you was a peculiar person. He let you know that. And then when you get on down and said, but he, uh, God called those things uh, that are not though they were. So God called you to be converted, even though you wasn't as you became converted. Now, who again to hope believe on hope that it might become that father, what? A many nation according to that which he has spoken, so shall thy seed be. Now listen, God want to plant a seed in you, believers, not the seed that people talking about the money. He want the people to see you grow into the Lord and godliness. When you grow into godliness, then you can cause others to want to know what you got. Come on now, think about it. You don't went around people's and people's are saying, you know, it's something about you. You got that look. I can see that glow. I can see this. And the reason they are saying that, what they are seeing, if you surrendering to the Holy Spirit, they are seeing the Spirit of God in you. But a lot of people can't see that anymore. So we are looking like the world. We are acting like the world. We are doing the worldly thing. And we saying we love God. And, and because they in the same shoes that we are in, they trying to grab hold. It's kind of like we all uh, in, in the society are drowning, trying to save one another. And in saving one another, we are drowning one another. That's what's happening today. But it's a few. Oh, brothers and sisters, it's a few said that I want to submit myself and I want to make sure my candlestick have not been removed. I want to make sure that it's holiness. I want to follow peace with all men's and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. I want to do this because I love God, not because I'm in a certain denomination. I'm affiliated with a certain group of people. I'm affiliated with this or with that. I want to be different. Everybody's scared, uh, dare to be different anymore. We don't want to rock the boat. Oh, but when we rock the boat, then we said, well, it don't take that. No, no, no. That's, that's what the enemy wants you to say. He wants you to say, it don't take this. It don't take that. It takes that and more for you. When you got the job, remember back, those of you that's still working, remember when you first got your job, you were so excited. I'm talking about, you know, teenager job, whatever. 
you were so excited about that job. And you know you was excited. You wanted to learn how to do everything on the job. Why? Because you want you, you believe that you might move up. I remember when I first got my job in the cotton mill, uh, they hired me as a sweeper. Only thing I had to do was go up and down the aisle in the weave room where they was weaving cloth and sweep the floor. And all of a sudden, I was looking at the cloth dolphin, uh, and I said, man, I sure would like to do the, I sure would like to weave. So I did good, and I told the supervisor, if a, if a, a position come open on one of them, could I put in for it? He said, well, if you do good in the sweeping, I'll, I'll let you do that. Uh, not probably a month after that, not even a month. Somebody quit, and they needed a cloth dog. I began to dog cloth, and why? And began, to, well, matter of fact, I, 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 I skipped a part. I started in the picker where they would bring the 500-pound bales of cotton and open and just throw the cotton in the picker, just throw it in. Then I moved up to the sweeping. Then I moved up from the, the sweeper to the cloth dog. Amen. And then I was looking to move up to the, uh, the weaving position. Why? Because I wanted to make more money. I, that's why I was doing it. Let me be honest. Now, guess what? You saw a position that you wanted to do better on your job. So you might have come in as this, as that, but you wanted to do more. And later on, as you did more, you will start looking at, if I can do this, I'll make more money. If I can do that, I'll make more money. Nothing was wrong with that. You did that because that was producing the funds that you needed for the lifestyle you wanted to live. Now, how is it that we can do it for the natural? And for the spiritual man, we don't want to do it. We say, well, it's okay. I'm, I'm working in the picker room, uh, putting cotton in, in the picker. That's fine. Ain't no use of me worrying about nothing there. I didn't want to stay there. I didn't want to keep handling them 500-pound bill and rolling them and busting them open and Putting them down. I wanted to do something better. When I got the the the, the sweeping, pushing broom up and down the aisle, I thought that was good, but that wasn't good enough because I saw something better. Now we do that in the natural folk. Don't you think that we should be wanting to do it in the spiritual? I'm telling you, God is calling you out for such a time as this. He's calling you to be holy for such a time as this. He's calling you to accept his direction and be his light. Ye are the light of the world. Ye are, yes, you should be that light of the world, a city that cannot be hid. No man lights a candle and put it under the, the table. They don't put no candle. Come on now. They take that candle and they light it and they put it up so it shine in the room, and lighten up the room. That's all I'm trying to get you to understand today. They need you to be that candle light. Don't allow your candle to be removed from the candlestick because it's so easy to get removed. What you're saying, brother, what you're trying to tell us, it works? No, ma'am. No, sir. The Bible teaches me in Romans, the eighth chapter, it is grace 
uh, that saved you. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty much uh, familiar with it. Uh, it said uh, that because it was God's purpose. Um, let me read it. Uh, Romans 8, 28 say, and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose, for whom he foreknew, he also predestinated uh, to be conformed to the image of his son. Are we living in the image of Christ? Think about that. Do Christ, you think Christ would be doing what we are doing? You think Christ, and, and you don't have to think, you can read what he's doing. You can say, look, he didn't do this, so I ain't got no business doing it. Christ was doing something to try to do the will of his Father. Now, how is it that we are not doing the will of the Father? And the will of the Father is to observe the commandments of God. Yes, I know they are not teaching you this, but if you read in Revelation, it'll say they are they that kept the commandments of God and had the faith of Jesus Christ. It's all about being righteous, folks. It's all about, wait a minute, and, and, and let me go on and finish that, and, uh, uh, and predestinate and be formed in the image of the Son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Oh, God chose you. You are special. I keep saying it. You don't know how special you are to have the knowledge that he has shined upon you. He shined knowledge upon you simply because of the fact that he trusted you. He trusted that you would be the one to want to be that light to your family. So when your family stand in the judgment, they can say, you know what? Uh, I passed the baton on from this person to that person, and now I got the baton and I want to pass it. Do you know that's my main goal is to try to be a light to my family so that even after I'm gone, oh, we know family ain't going to hear you while you're alive. Yes, most of the time they're not going to hear you. But guess what? If you left a light and if they get sick or something happened, they're going to come to you. I haven't had it to happen yet that they didn't come to me when they wanted prayer for certain things or wanted that. Not because I'm so holy or I'm so this, because I'm scribing just like you to be in the rightful position in order to allow the Holy Spirit to work in me so that I can be that light that I can draw peoples from the darkness. Peoples are not being drawn from the darkness anymore. They are looking at us and they're journeying us. They are saying it's okay to do this and okay, but remember, believers, there is a judgment. There is a time. There is a time that you must stand before God. I know that I hear that I should have a, a positive message. It is a positive message to let you know now is the accepting time. Now is the time for you to have an about face. I know that you can go and listen to this and, and get encouraged and, and say you get motivated, but your motivation don't last. 
I'm giving you something that will last. And what will last is to be ye holy, for he is holy. And withdraw yourself from the world. Come out from among them and be ye separate. Stand and show the world that I'm walking in righteousness. And in order for you to go along with what God have chose in these last and evil days, you got to go according to the word of God. You can't go according to I feel, I believe. Uh, you imagine yourself by yourself as the brother is uh, saying that he can curse and he can do this and do that, but he got a relationship with God. Yeah, but is it the God of the Bible? And that's the key. You can have a relationship of a God because the Bible teaches us in the book of James that the devil believes. Yes, he believes and he trembles. He believes that there is one God. But are you believing in the God of the Bible? If you begin to believe that the God of the Bible is the God that you are serving, then you're going to be different. You're going to be different from the world. You're not going to be a part of the world. The world is not going to accept you. You got to be willing to be uh, that individual that's not, Jesus said, if they did it to a green tree, what shall they do to a dry one? If they didn't accept him, they sure enough ain't going to accept you. But it's just a few people's believers that's going to uh, accept what you say. You can't get along with people, go along to get along. That's what we are doing. We want to get along, to go along, to get along so that people can say, okay, Brother Ware, you are all right. Guess what? Whether you believe Brother Ware is all right, whether that person believe it, whether this person believe it, it is up to Brother Ware to live holy. So I don't get my candlestick taken out because I believe that my candlestick can be removed. I, got, I didn't give you all my scripture. I got numerous of scripture that will show that peoples have started on the way. You even know some people that they said they would love the Lord. They have given their life to the Lord, and now they're living just like everybody else is living. I'm not trying to make everybody be a brother where. No, ma'am, no, sir, because brother where got to stand before God for himself. But what I am trying to do is get you to be all you can be in Christ. All you can be. Just be all you can be. Know that you're doing all that God would have you to do. If you know that God is doing, that you're doing all that God would have you to do, then you will reap the benefit. I'm telling you, and we're not talking about benefits of the flesh. We're not talking about the things because we know First John, the second chapter, say, love not the world, believers, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, is not of the, wor uh, not of the Father, but is of the world. The world passes away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. This is why you can say, my candlestick have not removed. I came back to my first love. I never left my first love. I want to witness for Christ. I want to lead people into the uh, righteousness. I want people to know that we are in the last of the last days. 
And I want people to know, especially my loved one, especially my so-called friend, so that they can know, they can see, because they're not going to read. Everybody ain't going to read the Bible. No, ma'am, no, sir. So, But they'll read your life. And I know that somebody going to call you something outside of what you want to be called. But I guarantee you, if you do that which is right and show forth love and compassion, you'll be a blessing to them. I know we're living in a time that we need to be a blessing. We need to be different. We need to show people that God is looking for that vessel, that inward person that could live a holy and a dedicated life. And I believe you the one. I believe you the one because God has allowed me to speak to you for such a time as this. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I honor you. I ask you to bless the words that I spoke to awaken them. Let them know, God, that you have placed them in a candlestick to be the light of the world. And, God, that their candlestick may not be removed, but they will be a light. I thank you for that, and I praise you for that, and I honor you for that. In Jesus the Christ name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers, here's what we want to do. We want to say to you that are out there, scribe to do that which God would have you to do. Take your eyes off the world because the world is pulling so many. We're living in the land. The devil knows he don't have but a little time. So that's why we would love to invite you out tonight uh, to the Kingdom of God Learning Center where uh, Dr. Brunswick uh, is overseeing. And we would love for you to come there. I will be ministering there tonight. That's 15 Blaylock Street. Would love for you to be a part. Make us there. I'm leaving the radio station headed there at 7.30. From 7.30 to uh, 8, we will be in prayer. Following that, we will go forth. And we will be having the Passover service according to the Scripture. Love for you to be a part. Those of you that's not in the metro area, we ask you to pray for Brother Ware that we continue to do that which God has called us to do. Because truly, we see a, a, a great need. God has shown me a great need, a great desire for people to come together and be as it was in the book of Acts, that they had all things in common, that they was willing to, to go forth and to do, to be a help one to another. The church is not doing that. The church is all about a showcase. The average church. I, I, there are some sincere churches. Uh, I know for a fact that most of the churches today are not concerned about your walk in Christ. They're concerned about you paying your tithes, as they called it, and giving them an offering and making your way out to be a member. But that will not get you into the kingdom of God. Yes, it's there because God established it. We are the church, and once we come together, we should have that power as never before. We would love for you to come and be a part and give me a call or go on our website. You can reach us at brotherjamesware.org. Okay, Brother James Ware. Dot org, or you can visit. Uh, you can call us at four zero four.
404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. If you need direction, give me a call. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Cozy up for the holidays with 60% off everything at Banana Republic Factory, including soft sweaters, comfy pajamas, must-have gifts, and more from $9.99. Find your nearest store now, only at Banana Republic Factory. Get 50 through 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Plus, shop new doorbusters for the family, including outerwear, jeans, and our Gap logo crew neck sweatshirt. Find it all at Gap Factory or GapFactory.com through December 14th. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. 